Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the other side of life? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that you couldn't explain, but it changed your perception of reality forever? Are you the kind of person who has asked questions but failed to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If you are, you're not alone. And in this podcast, we will endeavor to answer some of those questions from a very misunderstood and overlooked source. This is the journey into spiritualism. Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm Paul James Caden, and on today's show, we are going to be talking about metaphysical meditation, or sitting in the divine presence. We talked a little bit about this on Monday's show, and today we're going to get into the mechanics of how this works and how to do it. It's very simple. It's not complicated. But like any meditation uh, technique, it takes a little bit of practice. But it is well worth it in the end, because this is really a great way to sharpen your intuition, your inner guidance, to hear more clearly the voice of spirit, of God, of Holy Spirit, your guardian angels. So this really is a great segue into mediumship, but it's also a wonderful way to deepen your connection with God. So you have that personal connection, that real personal relationship with the divine. And one of the great side benefits of this is that metaphysicians for decades, for centuries, have used this form of meditation as a way of healing. And even today, many metaphysicians use this kind of meditation to heal physical ailments in themselves or other people, uh, to heal financial issues, relationship issues, um, whatever the case may be. Because it is said that meditating on the presence of God in this way raises your consciousness above the illusion of the physical world. So those things that are of dense matter and not spiritual truth begin to fall away. Those problems, those roadblocks, those issues and circumstances that are just so trying or at least at first glance, seems so difficult to get around. In metaphysics, we always say all things in the material world, all things in the universe, must yield to divine truth. So when you raise your consciousness up into the love and the peace and the goodness of God, things will change. And there have been people that have reported uh, basically miracles in their lives using this form of meditation. People that have had terminal illnesses given just a few months to live by their doctor used metaphysics and metaphysical meditation. And within a couple of months' time were pronounced completely disease-free, went on to live a happy, healthy life. And you hear a lot of things like this from all circumstances in life. 
a way was made where there was no way, and metaphysicians call this the the Red Sea experience, when your back is up against the wall and the proverbial or metaphorical army of the Egyptian pharaoh is closing in on you from the front, and you're between that literal rock and the hard place. There's nowhere to go. And suddenly, a way is made. The metaphorical Red Sea parts, and you're able to cross on dry land. And you wonder, was somebody looking out for me? How did that happen? How did this circumstance get solved when it looked like I was going down for the third time? This was it. And I could fill probably several podcasts with personal experiences where that's happened to me in my life. So this is a wonderful form of meditation, and it's just not sitting and being idle like many other forms of meditation where you clear the mind, you you don't think, you just focus on the breath. Now, mindfulness meditation is a great thing. I do that as well. But metaphysical meditation or sitting in the divine presence or contemplating the divine presence is a bit different and it has a purpose attached to it. And even if you don't have a particular purpose that you're doing this for, you'll just see things start to change in those difficult areas of your life and the way that it makes you feel. Some people after just a couple of days, some people after about a week of practicing, say they feel so much lighter, so much happier, so much more full of joy. And things that used to bother them in their lives or cause them stress and anxiety or fear don't seem to penetrate them mentally or emotionally the way that it used to. In fact, it kind of rolls off of them, as they say, like water off of a duck's back. And again, that's something that I can testify to as well. So a lot of benefits to this kind of meditation and the most important, again, as we talked in Monday's podcast, uh, I was answering some questions that listeners write in and ask me, and there were quite a few people that wrote in and said they had a bad religious past. Uh, they want to maybe pursue this path of spiritualism or Christian spiritualism, but the whole idea of you know God and Jesus and the Bible has really been damaged in their lives by uh, you know, very negative religious experiences in the past with certain religious organizations. And this really is a healing balm that will help to alleviate that. Because as I said before, you're going to have your own connection, your own real relationship with the divine, and you'll very quickly see that God and Jesus and all the good spirits in the heavenly realms are really nothing like a lot of religions tell us they are. You know, I always liken it to being born and having parents, and you interact with your parents every day up to a certain age, and then someone comes along and says, well, you know, you're really not interacting with your parents the way that you should, let me tell you who your parents really are, what their demeanor really is, and how you can please them in the best way. 
Well, that takes away the personal relationship. You're going through uh, a secondhand party. And you're no longer having a one-on-one personal, loving, joyous relationship with your parents because now every move that you make, you have to check in with this other person who's telling you how you need to interact with your parents or your family. Now, that just wouldn't work in the physical world, and we reasonably know that. But yet when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to our relationship with God, Somehow we think that we need people to tell us how to be his children. And don't get me wrong, we need scholars and teachers and theologians and people that are much smarter than we are to, you know, give us certain information. But to tell us how to have that personal relationship, that's where the lines get blurred and that's where a lot of people uh, eventually and inevitably have problems in religion. So this is a great way to have and start your own personal connection and relationship. And anyone out there who's interested in following the path of spiritualism, that's what it's all about. It's your personal relationship with God, with Christ, with the angels, with the spirit world. There's no one, there's no hierarchy There's no one to tell you what to do. You don't have a list of rules to live by except things that are very simple, like the golden rule. You know, love your neighbor as yourself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Be a good, compassionate, kind person. Now, these things aren't very hard uh, for any of us to do when it's in our heart. But when someone tells us we have to follow a certain uh, you know, group of rituals or dogmas or doctrines, you know, uh, again, that's where the lines get uh, very blurred and complicated for a lot of people. So anyway, enough about all of that. Let's get into metaphysical meditation or sitting in the divine presence. And this is also called contemplating the divine presence. Now, there's a couple of different ways you can do this, and some people, uh, some people prefer one over the other. I use both because I enjoy using both methods, but they have, uh, both methods have the same aim, and that is to sit in and contemplate the divine presence. Now, the first one is kind of simple. Uh, But it takes a little bit of concentration. And uh, again, before we jump into this, I want to say, if you're the kind of person who says you can't meditate or you dread meditating, uh, don't worry. This is not something you have to do for hours a day or 20 minutes a day or half hour a day. If you're a seasoned meditator, or if, if that's even a word, you know, if you're, you know, someone who is seasoned in meditation, we'll say, and you want to sit for 20 minutes, half hour, hour in the divine presence, contemplating the divine presence, that's great. Do it. But if you can only do this for five minutes, three minutes, one minute, that's fine. Because in metaphysics and in metaphysical contemplation and meditation, 
It's quality, not quantity. So if you get, if you meditate for say two minutes, and in that two minute time you get a ten second realization of the greatness and love and goodness and peace of God, then you've done something wonderful for yourself. And maybe next time you'll have 15 seconds, maybe after that 20 or 30, and you'll have more moments where you'll just experience and know that presence of God that is all things good. So don't worry about time. Don't worry about, oh, and this is another meditation that I got to, you know, sit on a mat and, you know, set a, set a timer and sit there for, you know, half hour or whatever. No, if you can only start out doing a minute, two minutes, five minutes, that's great. Build up as you can. And you will build up because this uh, is quite enjoyable. Once you start getting into it and your focus grows a little bit, you'll see that you want to spend more time doing it. When I started doing this, uh, I only started at four to five minutes at, at a clip. I hadn't meditated in so many years that, you know, anything uh, crowding in on 10 minutes, I just started to fall asleep and nod off in my chair. So, you know, I started out like four or five minutes and, you know, I, I built it up from there. And again, you don't need to sit on a mat. You can sit outside. You can sit on a chair, you know, anywhere uh, that you're comfortable as long as it's quiet and you have time to focus and concentrate. So without further ado, let's get into how this uh, might be done or is done. The first, uh, the first method is one that I started with, and, and I really do enjoy it is you will sit in a quiet room, close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, just relax your body, you know, let your muscles go loose and limp, feel your body resting heavily on the chair, just do a body scan, take a nice deep breath, let it out, and let your muscles relax the best that you can. Then take another deep breath, and as you exhale, just let all the cares of the world go. At that point, nothing matters. Not your job, not the rent, not the bills, not the problems in the world, not all the bad news that's on the news. Just let it all go. This is now a sacred time just for you and God. You're communing with the divine. Now, once you've done this, just start expanding your consciousness. Start by expanding it into the room around you. Feel the room around you with your eyes closed. Feel the corners of the room up near the ceiling. Feel the corners near the floor. If you're sitting in your bedroom, feel the space underneath the bed or in the closet or in the hallway outside the bedroom. Even bring your attention to the fibers in the carpet, deep down to the microscopic level. Because in this form of meditation, what you're doing is you're more focusing not what is in the room, but that empty space that is in the room around you. And in that seemingly empty space is the presence of God. And now you could even expand your consciousness into the walls. 
the energy, the atoms, everything that makes up solid matter, and start just feeling the presence of God. God is in all things. God's energy, God's mind, God's spirit created all things and is holding all things together. And then you can start to expand your consciousness outside of the room that you're in. Expand it into the hallway. Expand it out the window, into the backyard or the street outside. Feel the presence of God in the wind, in the leaves on the trees, in the sky, in the clouds, in the grass. Just contemplate in all those seemingly empty spaces. There is just the peace and perfection of God. Just let yourself know that the trees and the leaves and the birds and the grass and the clouds and the little insects that are flying around, they're not worried about what's happening in the news. They're not worried about all the things that human beings are worried about. They don't even work. They don't have a job. And as Jesus said, God provides for them. And how much more will he provide for us? But we have such little faith. So expand your consciousness into those things. Feel the peace and the perfection of God in everything around you. Everything in those seemingly empty spaces is just filled with the spirit and presence of God, and it is perfect. There's no fear. There's no worry. There's no sickness, disease, or debt. There's no hatred. There's no division. There's no chaos. There's no political upheaval. There's nothing. All that belongs to the world of man and his lower consciousness as he engages in these material cares of this material world and makes them so important. But you're rising above all that. You're going into those empty spaces. You're going into nature. You're feeling that peace and that perfection of God that is everywhere. Every need is met. Everything is in perfect balance. There is harmony. There is beauty. Expand your consciousness as far as you want. To the ocean, to distant mountains, to fields and meadows. Expand your consciousness. Let it rise above the earth. To the stars and the moon and the planets and the comets and all the wondrous things that are out there in the cosmos that we know about and that we don't know about. Just expand your consciousness and feel that perfection and that love and that peace and that harmony of God. And while you do this, pause every now and then just to think about where you're expanding your consciousness to and think about that perfection. Think about that beauty. Think about that peace. There's no political upheaval in the cosmos. There's no pandemic in the trees. These are things that are issues in man's world. 
products of his lower consciousness. And you are now connecting with the higher consciousness where everything is perfect. And just remind yourself, there is no fear in God. There is no lack in God. There is no sickness or disease. There is no hatred. There is no upheaval or chaos. It is perfect. God is perfect, and the presence of God is perfect. And that presence of God is everywhere, permeating the creation. And do this until you feel that connection. If you don't get it right away, that's okay. Just keep doing your meditation, and you'll start having those moments where you connect and say, yes. I don't have to be a part of all of that chaos and problems and issues of the material world because I am one with that peace and perfection of God and all things are well. Now the important thing is when you bring your consciousness back down from the cosmos outside of your room because what you want to do at the end of this meditation is bring your consciousness back to yourself. But when you do this, become aware of yourself. Become aware of your own consciousness, your own soul, your own being. And let yourself just feel that oneness. Because you're part of the creation too. You are a child of God. So as much as that peace and perfection and balance and all things wonderful are a part of God and seen in the creation and the cosmos, it's also within you. Right where you are, God is. And you are one with God. You are one with all that is perfect and wonderful and sublime and healthy. And now you're making the conscious effort just to say, I choose this. I choose to be a part of this wonderful divine peace and perfection that is in everything. And then when you're ready, just take a deep breath or two, open your eyes, and notice how you feel. Once you do this meditation, as I said, for a couple few days, maybe a week, it really does start to make a difference in how you see the world and how you interact with it. I remember once upon a time watching the news being aggravated, uh, you know, concerned, you know, just like everybody else, you know, in the world. Now when I see things like that and everybody else, oh my God, look at, look at these Democrats, look at these Republicans, look what's happening. I feel like I'm viewing it from a higher perspective. And I just have this knowing that, yeah, that's what they're going through. Because they're still playing around in the arena of the lower consciousness in the material world. In, metaph in metaphysics, that's what we would call building an idol. An idol doesn't have to be a statue that you worship that looks like a man or a bird. An idol can be anything. 
anything in the material world that you put before the power and the presence and the love of God and the reality of God. So you start to see that, you know, these people are putting all their energy, all their emotion, all their effort into these material gains that they think they're going to get. But what does it really mean in the end? And you start to see that from that higher perspective, and it doesn't bother you like it used to. Now, the second way you can do this meditation, and, and this one can be incorporated into the first one as well when, you, when you're expanding your consciousness into those empty spaces, into that perfection of God that is all around you in, in all things. When you take those pauses, you can incorporate this into those pauses for a few moments. You don't have to, but if you want to, you can, or you can use this as an exclusive way to meditate and sit in the divine presence. And by the way, when you're doing these meditations, when you have one of those moments where it's like a spiritual and emotional rush, you just feel that, oh my God, I'm connected. I feel the presence of God all around me and within me. You truly do feel at one. And those moments just stop and pause and sit in that moment. If it lasts 30 seconds, it lasts 30 seconds. If it lasts a minute, it lasts a minute. If it lasts the rest of your meditation, it lasts the rest of your meditation. But that's the goal here. When you feel that you are connected, when you have that euphoric feeling like everything is okay. I feel the presence of God. I feel and know that I'm one with God. And all that perfection and beauty and peace and goodness, when you feel that, and you'll know when you feel it, just don't expand your consciousness anymore. Don't do any more mental work. Just sit in that feeling. Bask in it. And if it lasts a couple minutes or a couple seconds and then dissipates, go on with your meditation. Now that is sitting in the divine presence. So now the second way to do this in metaphysics, uh, there are a number of things, and I would suggest looking them up. Look up uh, Emmett Fox, that's E-M-M -M, as in Michael, E-M-M, E.T. Fox, F-O-X. And look up uh, what he calls the seven main aspects of God. It's a good place to start. And you can meditate on these aspects of God. For in metaphysics, they say, God is love. And so that becomes like a mantra. You, you could close your eyes and just meditate on saying, God is love. And then just think about that for a few moments. What comes to you? What does that mean to you? And again, you'll be surprised at the little things that will rise up into your consciousness about God is love. We say in metaphysics, God is peace. So if you're having a particularly stressful or anxiety-ridden or fearful experience, 
you know, something that you're kind of dreading in life, you might want to sit down and contemplate God is peace. If you're sick, if you're having a health issue, God is health. So no matter what you're facing, you can choose an aspect of God and know that God is these things personified. In metaphysics, there's also two very important aspects of God and that we say God is the only presence. And when you, when you meditate on that mantra, God is the only presence, what you're thinking about is that there is no presence except God. Everything that seems to be evil and dark and chaotic, it doesn't really exist. It exists in our mortal consciousness and in the material world we've kind of integrated that into our surroundings but in god none of these things exist and you being one with god part of all that beauty and peace and perfection that we talked about earlier these things don't pertain to you because you're pulling your consciousness you're pulling your attention away from all of the chaos all that chaos is just a human invention, a human error, a human illusion. And in reality, there is no God is the only presence. In the entire cosmos, there is only God and all of his wonderful attributes. There's another one we say in metaphysics, and that is God is the only power. So all the things that seem to threaten us in this world or that we become afraid of or people dread, they really don't have any power over God, the Spirit of God, or divine mind. And so we would meditate on God is the only power. Nothing in this physical world can really harm me or the real spiritual me. In fact, these things have no power. God is the only power. So you would meditate one of these aspects of God. And again, you know, you would close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, relax physically and mentally, and then just say your mantra. Let's say God is peace. You would say, take a deep breath as you exhale, God is peace. And then just sit. Just sit and think about what, what comes to you, what rises into your consciousness. Where do your thoughts go when you think about that and say that to yourself? God is peace. God is just infinite, wonderful, disturbless peace. What does that make you think of? How does that make you feel? What other thoughts come to you when you think about that if your thoughts start to drift just take a deep breath and say to yourself again uh, preferably you could say it out loud but i usually say it mentally to myself take a deep breath god is peace bring your bring your thoughts back to the meditation think about god as peace what does that mean to you god being ultimate peace the peace which surpasses all understanding, the peace that this world and human beings 
in the inventions of human beings can't give us. They can't even come close. What, what does that mean to you? How awesome is that piece? And if your thoughts start to go adrift, just take the deep breath. God is peace. Bring it back to the contemplation. And it's okay if, you're, if your thoughts go uh, drifting. Uh, a lot of people think that if your thoughts start to drift in meditation that you failed, and that's not so at all. Our thoughts are meant to drift, but we acknowledge the thought, we let it go, we bring it back to the meditation. And in time, you'll improve. You'll be able to hold your focus on the meditation uh, longer than you did before. But even as a seasoned pro, years and years of meditating, you're going to get those days where you sit down to do your meditation time. And when it's all said and done, you're going to say, boy, uh, I really stunk at that today. <laughs> my, my mind was all over the map and I just couldn't focus. But that's okay. These things happen. Don't beat yourself up over it. Don't feel bad about it. Just say, hey, you know what? It was one of those days. Maybe I'll meditate for a couple of minutes again later on if I have time, or I'll do it tomorrow. And you'll get back in the rhythm. Don't make it something that you dread or, oh my God, my, my thoughts were, were, too, uh, were too erratic today. Don't, don't worry about those things. So these are the two main ways that you can meditate on the presence of God or sit in the divine presence. Expanding your consciousness and feeling that perfection and contemplating that just peace and love and goodness of God that is everywhere, in everything, in the empty spaces around you, in the cosmos, within yourself, within your own consciousness. Or meditating one of the seven main aspects of God and God has more than seven aspects. I mean, any situation you might face in the world, you can find an aspect of God to meditate on. If you're having an illness, if you're you know, not well, you can meditate on God is health. There is no sickness and disease in God. God is perfect. God is all good. Sickness and disease are a material condition. They're part of that error and illusion of the material world. Now, we're not saying, well, they, they don't exist. In a sense, they don't. But in a sense, they do. But we're rising our consciousness above those things. We're becoming one with the divine presence. And we're not giving our thought and our attention and our fear and our time and our anxiety and stress all the attention on these bad things. No, we're contemplating the goodness of God. And that's what changes things in metaphysics because it's higher or divine thinking or divine thought, divine reality, divine truth, overcoming the lesser truth of the material world. And so if you meditate on the uh, attributes of God, if you're sad, you could meditate on God is joy. So you always just go to the polar opposite. That meditation is effective for anything that you might face in life. 
if you're having a financial issue or some financial problems, you know, you could focus or meditate on God is abundance. Now, that doesn't mean like some spiritual gurus and televangelists teach that God is going to make you rich and make you a millionaire, but it means that God is abundance. God will meet your needs. He meets the needs of every other creature that he's created. He'll meet your needs too. God is abundance. He's not holding out on you. His goodness is everywhere. So there's always, whatever you're going through, whatever you face, again, this is an effective meditation, and just think of the exact opposite of what you're going through. You know, if you're afraid, God is peace, God is courage, God is strength. And alternate these two ways of contemplating the Divine Presence. Combine them if you want. See what works for you. See what gets you to that point where you say, oh man, I, I just had that moment of elation where I, I felt I was one, really sitting in that divine presence. And it was so awesome for that X amount of seconds or minutes, you know, whatever works for you, whatever gets you there, whatever makes your time of meditation more meaningful. And remember, you don't have to do this for a long time. Start out doing a couple minutes, one minute, two minutes, five minutes, wherever you want to start. If you're not, uh, you know, uh, seasoned in the art of meditation, just start somewhere and you'll be really glad that you did. Because eventually what happens when you're doing this kind of meditation, that you'll be contemplating one of the aspects of God or, you know, doing the expanding your consciousness into the presence of God meditation. And suddenly, out of nowhere, the most incredible thoughts will come to you. Maybe Most of the time, something you're not even thinking about. Some great metaphysical truth or an answer to a problem that you're facing or an answer to a problem that a family member or a friend is facing. These things will just come to you and you're like, wow, where did that come from? And again, don't fight it. Don't think, oh, I'm getting distracted when you have moments like that. Let it come. Anything that is of higher thought, anything that is love, peace, anything that seems to come from that higher mind, welcome it in. Sit with it for a moment. You'll get the most incredible little revelations doing this that it it literally will blow your mind. And this is part of opening ourselves up to God, opening ourselves up to spirit to be able to hear more clearly. And when you get a little more advanced at this, whether that's a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months, you can start choosing things to meditate about. You know, for example, let's say you are thinking about changing jobs, but you're afraid because the, the economy is bad. You would just say before your meditation, I now enter into the divine presence, and this time of metaphysical meditation is for an answer to my job situation. And then just let it go. Go into your meditation and see what comes to you. 
you've set the intention for the meditation and now see what divine spirit brings to you during that time of meditation and contemplation. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you'll try these meditation techniques because they really are wonderful and they do wonders. They really do. I thank you for listening. I always appreciate those of you that tune in. If you have uh, a question, if you have uh, an idea, something you'd like to hear me talk about on the show, uh, send me an email, nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. That's nocturnal, like a nocturnal animal. Magic with a C, it's all one word, nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. Write me with your thoughts, your ideas, questions, comments. I'm always glad to hear from those of you that tune in. And, uh, you know, I'm always happy to do a show for someone that has a question or a topic they like to have explored. So again, I thank you for listening. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. Treat one another with love, kindness, and compassion. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I'll see you next time here on The Journey.